0: Chapter 15. Open your Bibles, if you will, again to Romans chapter 15. Romans chapter 15. I want to preach on the same subject that I preached this morning about the abundant life, and I want you to really. I I want you to have the abundant life as God does. I want us to have that. And so often uh, we look in many places uh, because we simply, uh, we we just don't believe God does or can give the abundant life, but he does, and he can. And I want to uh, preach along the same line. Notice, uh, if you will, verse number 13. It is our text verse. He says this, now the God of hope, underline that word hope. It's a great word. I'll come back to it fill you with all joy, underline that word, that's a great word, I'll come back to it, and peace, that's the third great word in this passage of scripture, underline that, that's a part of the abundant life, in believing that ye may, here's the word, abound in hope, how? Through the power of the Holy Ghost. I'm going to preach tonight on this subject, the Holy Spirit and the abundant life. Heavenly Father, I pray that you'd bless the preaching of your word. A hunger tonight to encourage teenagers and adults, Christians of all ages, to walk in the Spirit and find there the abundant Christian life. Help me as I preach, help me as I teach the word of God, help me as I preach it tonight. I pray that you'd fill me with your spirit, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. This morning we learned from John chapter 10 and verse number 10, Jesus said, I am come that they might have life, and then he says this, that they might have it more abundantly. God doesn't want you just to live, he wants you to enjoy the abundant life. When we come to this passage of Scripture, and there's 20 others that we could look at where we find the abundant life connected to being filled with the Spirit of God. If we outline this particular passage of scripture that we read, Romans 15, 8 through 13, we would find three important words. The first two are in the, uh, verse number 8 where the Bible says that Jesus is minister, uh, second of all of truth, and then we come to the place that we abound in verse number 13. Now, these verses are very powerful, and when you find that phrase as it is written or a reference to the Old Testament, uh, you find a connection to a large passage of Scripture and a large uh, uh, passage of teaching. Uh, For example, in Romans 15, 9, the Jews glorify God among the Gentiles, and he quotes... Psalm 18:49. He came that the Jews may have life, and that the Jews may have it more abundantly. When you read Romans 15, verse number 10, you find that the Gentiles rejoice with the Jews. Aren't you glad God let us in the family? Look at verse number 10. What he says, and again he saith, "Rejoice, ye Gentiles." You see that phrase again. He saith. That's a reference to the Old Testament. You'll find it specifically in Deuteronomy 32, 43 if you studied out the passage of Scripture. And again, he saith, Rejoice ye Gentiles with his people. Roman chapter 15, verse number 11, Jews and Gentiles praise God together. And uh, he quotes uh, Psalm 117 and verse number 1. And then uh, 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 Roman chapter 15 and verse number 12 Christ reigns not only over the Jews, Christ reigns over the Gentiles and he quotes Isaiah 11 in verse number 10 and he says everybody who has the abundant life uh, they have the abundant life because of what Christ did for us on the cross of Calvary I'm glad Jesus came on that first Noel, on that first Christmas morning, I'm glad the promises of the Old Testament prophets were fulfilled and Christ came, not only did he come, he lived a sinless life, he died on the cross, he paid for our sins he rose from the grave not just so you could have life but dear friend how exciting it is that we could have abundant life just studying the scripture and these notes may not mean anything to you but as I read Romans 15 verse number 8 it covers the period of the New Testament from the Gospels through Acts chapter 7 Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts through 7 Romans 15 verse number 9 describes the ministry of Paul beginning in Acts chapter 8 Romans 15 verse number 10 applies to the church council in Acts 15 when the Gentiles were given equal status with his people and we rejoice both Jew and Gentile that we are a child of the king and when he said whosoever will that's exactly what he meant whosoever will. I'm glad tonight that I am a whosoever. Now without a doubt the Lord Jesus came to earth that we could not only have life but that we could have it more abundantly. It's important that we understand something when Christ came he came to a condemned world. We were on death row. Uh, John chapter 3, verse number 18, the Bible said, He came not to condemn the world because the world was condemned already. And He came to open the prison door and say, I'll give you freedom if you'll trust me. He came to say, whosoever believeth can have everlasting life. And that's what he said in John chapter three, verse number sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. However, the focus of the message this morning, and I finished tonight, is the fact that God not only died to give us life, he died to give us abundant life. One other one other classification or or, or uh, uh, outlining this passage of Scripture. Verse number 8 is the glory of the Savior's ministry to us. Uh, verse number 8, He is the minister of truth. Verses 9 through 12 is the glory of the Holy Spirit's ministry to us. Verse 8 tells us He is a minister, as He said in Matthew chapter 20. And verse number 28, even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. Now look at me, I'm going to preach to you in just a moment. I'm concerned today that many Christians who are glad they're saved, they're glad they're on the way to heaven, look at me, but they have no desire for the holy spirit to control their lives they have no desire for the holy spirit to control their thinking they have no desire for the holy spirit to uh, to uh, control their behavior and they're satisfied with just heaven When death comes I want to preach to you tonight And say there's more to it Than just salvation from hell You can live the abundant Christian life Here on this earth And I want to challenge you tonight To make the decision Not just one time in your life But make it again and again I am going to yield to And walk in the power of the Holy Spirit The Bible says in Galatians chapter 5 That if we walk in the Spirit will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Now the Holy Spirit was given to us to lead us to the abundant Christian life. Uh, The Holy Spirit will empower us to do what we cannot do in the flesh. The Holy Spirit will embolden us to do what we may be ashamed to do in the flesh. The Holy Spirit will help us to engage in a world that that is under the curse of sin... And one day we'll suffer destruction by fire. But the Holy Spirit empowers us. The Holy Spirit emboldens us. And the Holy Spirit helps us to engage. To let the world know Jesus came to give you the abundant Christian life. A person can be saved. He can be saved. And still live a life that is dead and dry as a corn shuck. I don't know about you, I don't want to live that kind of life. I'm going to shout when I get to heaven, that I've decided to be happy along the way. I've decided, as the songwriter said, to be happy in the service of the king. But that is not the power of positive thinking. It's the power of trusting in the power of the Holy Spirit of God that indwells me and has indwelt me since the day I received him as my personal savior. Now, if we do not yield to the power of the Holy Spirit in our life... You may think that the Christian life is boring. You may think that the church is dead and that your life is no different than the pagan. But if we desire to live the abundant Christian life, we can yield to the Holy Spirit. We can walk in the Spirit. And when we do, dear friend, there is, according to this passage of Scripture, a great threefold abundant life that we can enjoy even in the day that we live in our world today. I want you to look again at verse number 13 because there are three words that describe the characteristics of the abundant Christian life. These are three things that everyone in the world wants. Joy, peace, and hope. Think about it. Joy, peace, and hope. Those are three powerful and wonderful words. If men were honest, they would have to say that they have spent their entire lives searching for these three things, joy, peace, and hope. Many have exhausted fortunes and spent countless years seeking these things, but they cannot be bought, they cannot be found when sought, They can only be found in Christ. For you see, it's not where you live or what you live in. It's not what you wear or what you drive that gives you joy, peace, and hope. But joy, peace, and hope is connected to our relationship with the Holy Spirit of God. Let me tell you something important. The Holy Spirit's a real person. He's a spirit. He indwells us. There are many Christians that have lived their Christian life and never had a conversation, never spoken to, never yielded to, never prayed to the Holy Spirit of God. And the key, the great joy of the Christian life is saying, I don't want to sit on the throne of my own life. I want the Holy Spirit to sit on the throne. I want to do as he says. And Jesus said, if we'll yield to the Holy Spirit, he will give us joy, peace, and hope. Look at the verse again. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Let's talk about these three just for a moment. What is joy? Sometimes when we think of joy, we think of happiness. Those are two different things. Both of them are good, but happiness is connected to happenings. Joy is connected to a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Joy is not a fake smile. It is not a pleasant moment. Uh, But joy is when our relationship with God is what it ought to be and there is a yieldedness, there is a joy that cannot be touched, a joy within that cannot be touched by the circumstances of life. The actors did very well and it was very interesting to see the attitude of the daughter before salvation. Did you see the difference in her when she realized the meaning of Christmas? When she realized that Christ came to give her eternal life and dad wasn't just there to celebrate christmas with the meal but he wanted her to know christ as personal savior and friend there's something special there's something real there's something wonderful that happens within when we know that we have that personal relationship with christ and the holy spirit lives within us and the more we yield to him the more joy we can have in life. No wonder Paul wrote from prison in Philippians chapter 4 and verse number 4, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. He is saying that there should always be the joy of the Lord in our hearts that's real and vital because of our relationship with Him. And then there is peace. The abundant life is characterized by peace. Now, think with me. Word definitions are important. Peace means to join together. There is peace, there is harmony. Peace means joined together. The word worry, on the other hand, means to pull apart. The word worry means to pull, to separate. When you say, I'm worried, Things are being severed. Things are being separated. But when you have peace, you're saying things are coming together. There is harmony. Dear friend, there are three types of peace that we can have with Christ. First of all, Jesus said in John 14, 27, I am come to give peace. And then he qualifies that. He said, it's not as the world giveth. You know the world gives a peace on a false promise. We hear a politician say if I'm elected, I'll reduce taxes. <laughs> that joke is so old we don't laugh anymore. And 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 but they build a false peace. The peace of Christ is not built on a false promise. It's built on the promise of Christ. And dear friend, as I walk with him and as I yield to the Holy Spirit of God, there is a peace knowing that God is in control of all things. And while some may look at the world and say, the world is falling apart, God would say things are falling in place and my sovereign will is in control and I have a peace in my heart with God that only he can give. Second of all, he gives peace. And Romans chapter 5 in verse number 1, he said there is there, there there is now therefore no condemnation, but we have peace with God. And thirdly in Philippians chapter 4 and verse number 7, there is a daily peace that we can experience in every situation of life. Now understand every day is not a healthy day. Every day is not a happy day but every day can be a day of peace when I understand God is in control and I yield to the Holy Spirit of God in my life. The third word is hope. One of my favorite words in all the Bible. I love hope. Hope is not a wish. It's not something that I hope we get this for Christmas, hope we get that. That's not what hope is in the Bible. Hope is a sure or assurance that we know God is going to do something, but the questions are, and the reason the word hope, we don't know how He's going to do it, and we don't know when He's going to do it, but we know He's going to do it. I'm glad I have a hope. In him now how is my hope uh, how does my hope stay intact how does my hope stay in control how do I have hope in a day of hopelessness how do I have hope in a day of darkness I have hope by walking in the spirit and yielding my life every morning to the Holy Spirit of God and saying Holy Spirit I want to walk as you would have me to walk. I want you to talk as you'd have me to talk. I want you to speak to others as you would have me to speak to others. I want to be controlled. I want to be filled. I want to be used by the Holy Spirit of God. I've told the story often, but it illustrates what I'm saying. Vance Havener was a great preacher of yesteryear. And every year in January, he would preach a Bible conference to preachers in in, in Southern California, and every year it was uh, during the time of the blooming of the rose. Uh, the roses in the rose garden and Vance Havner uh, loved to pray early in the morning and he would go early uh, to the rose garden and he would uh, walk up and down the rows of the uh, aisles of the rose garden and smelling and uh, looking at the roses enjoying that time and spending time in prayer, yielding to the Holy Spirit, asking God to help him as he preached that day. They said as Vance Havner came back from the rose garden and he came to the Hotel room where the preachers were gathering before they left for the conference, one of the preachers that was standing close to Vance Havner, he said, I can tell where you've been this morning. You've been among the roses. You and I ought to so live in our walk with God that folks can say, I can tell where you've been this morning. You've been in the presence of the Savior. You've been in the presence of the Holy Spirit of God. The key to the abundant Christian life, the key to the abundant Christian life is yielding to the Holy Spirit of God. Now we're in the book of Romans. I want you to go again tonight as we did this morning to the book of Ephesians. Turn to the right, maybe 20 pages, and look for the book of Ephesians. Find Ephesians in chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. And I want you to look at verse number 17, Ephesians 5, verse number 17. While you're looking for that, remember, here's what we have in mind. Jesus came that I would have life and that I could have it more abundantly. Everybody desires to live the abundant life. nobody's satisfied to just sit and soak and sour. Everybody enjoys and we enjoy abundant life if you're a, if you live in the country a farmer you enjoy uh, that abundant uh, blessings of a garden uh, or of animals or of flowers if you 're in business, you enjoy uh, the blessings of a growing business and the blessings of the Lord uh, on your business and family we enjoy. Uh, the blessings of God on our family in every area of life. We talk about heaven on earth, and when we eat something that's extra good, we may say a lady may say of a piece of chocolate, "Hmm, well that's heavenly. It's abundant." It's abundant, it's better than average. Hear me well, Christ died not just so you could have a fire escape from hell. He died that we could enjoy the Christian life, yield to the Holy Spirit of God, enjoy the life that God has for us. Now he says in Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 17, Wherefore be ye not unwise, But understanding what the will of the Lord is. Now this this wording is interesting. Verse number 18. And be not drunk with wine. And then this phrase. Wherein is excess. That word excess is equal or synonymous with that word abound. Abounding or abundant. So he said be not drunk with wine. Wherein is excess. When someone drinks they feel stronger. They feel bolder. They're not. But they feel that way. They feel wiser. Some of you here tonight, you 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 got saved from a life of sin. You used to be a, a, a regular drinker. And you wanted to have an abundant Friday night. So you did so with alcohol. And it made you feel different. He says here... The abundant Christian life, he said, be not drunk with wine wherein is excess. But here's the secret to the abundant Christian life. But be filled with the Spirit. The Spirit will give you an abundant Christian life, but you won't have a hangover the next day. You won't wake up in the hospital and ask what happened the next day. You you won't wake up hurt the next day, as the book of Proverbs tells us, and ask what happened. But if we be filled with the Spirit, he'll give us the abundant Christian life that nothing that the devil has to offer, nothing the world has to offer, can even compare. Look, if you will, at verse number 19. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. If you want to live the abundant Christian life, the way you do so is you yield to the Holy Spirit of God. Now, I said it already. I said it this morning. Everyone has a desire for an abundant life. Every man has a desire for life after death or eternal life. Nobody wants to wait till they get to heaven to enjoy that heavenly life and Jesus said I don't want you to wait till you get to heaven to enjoy the abundant Christian life while there are some things you won't enjoy completely until you get to heaven you can have a taste of all of those blessings while you're still here on the earth and you don't get it with alcohol you don't get it with drugs you don't get it with the things of the world you get that by being filled with the spirit of God Now I'm preaching to you tonight. I am preaching to you tonight. I'm praying that the Holy Spirit will convict us tonight to the place it will say. I should be walking in the Spirit. I should be yielding my life to the Spirit of God. Listen to these verses about the Holy Spirit. Acts 4.31 And when they had prayed... The place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and, the, and they spake the word of God with boldness. Now, I've been in church services before that I did not, I, I did not experience the presence of the Holy Spirit of God. It was dead. I, I, I've been in some places. I mean, they were, I've had better funeral services and the reason being is Christians often comes to church carnal or worldly ah but you take a group of folks that have spent some time in prayer and spent some time in preparation and you take a preacher that spent some time and I promise you I have begging God for the presence of the Holy Spirit because I don't want average preaching I want Abundant preaching. I don't want an average life. I want abundant life. I don't want average choir singing. I want abundant singing. I don't want an average quartet. I want an abundant quartet because I want them to be filled with the Holy Spirit of God. And that's what happens when the Holy Spirit moves in. The Bible says in Romans 5, And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. Galatians 5, verse number 16 This I say then, walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Ephesians 5, verse number 18, be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the spirit. Paul's told us, Paul told us that if God raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit and I can live in that power in my life, I want that kind of power in my daily life. He wrote these words that I may know him. And the power of his resurrection. He's saying that I might know him and that I might know the Holy Spirit. And the fellowships of and this fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, he said, I want that life i'm preaching to you tonight while you desire an abundant life don't look for it in things that are temporary and bring destruction and death look for them look for that abundant life in the holy spirit of god that will give you joy without regrets it's an amazing thing how we always are improving generation after generation after generation there was a day we lived in a one bedroom or a one room house and two room house and then a three room house. I was preaching in Palm Springs, Florida. Is that right? Yeah, Palm Springs, Florida this week, Monday and Tuesday. And I was about four miles where I was staying. I was on the other side of the tracks from Mar a Largo, where the president, uh, former president lives, President Trump. So, so we drove over there. And uh, we, we drove all, all along the highway, A1A. How many of you have driven on A1A Highway in Florida? And, 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 and you probably have seen this app on your phone. It's called Zillow. And it's a real estate app. And I just thought I'd ask my wife, let's see what's for sale. We may want to move to Palm Springs. Of course, I'm just joking. And so I just looked at it and I said, my goodness. You know how much these places cost? I said, "Here's one for twenty-five million dollars, one house." So I started looking. I found one for thirty, and then thirty-five. I said, "Hey, here's a deal: nine hundred seventy-eight thousand dollars, right in the middle of that." It was a lot, wasn't big enough to build a dog house on it. Just a little lot, nine hundred seventy-eight thousand dollars. One house on an island. I showed it to Brother Carr at the ball game Friday. One mansion on a little island, $178 million. 16 bathrooms. That's crazy. 16 bathrooms. I don't know how many bedrooms. I mean just on and on and on. But you look at me. They might can afford a $178 million house. But they can't have the abundant Christian life any more than I can or you can. They can't have the joy. Come on now. They can't have the peace. Are you listening? They can't have the hope. Hey, that I have because I walk with the Holy Spirit of God. What a joy it is to live the abundant Christian life. Stand with me tonight. You walk with whoever you want to walk with tomorrow. I didn't mean that. What I meant to say, I'm going to get up in the morning and I'm going to walk with the Holy Spirit. You know why? I want that peace. I want that joy. I want that hope that only can come in the abundant life with Christ. Heavenly Father, oh my, what a